You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 153. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield. And today we're talking about how to get more mileage out of your online course. Now, if you listen to this podcast, you already know I'm a huge proponent of putting your course out there and sticking with it for a year to 18 months to get the most out of it. I actually talked all about this in episode number 100 in terms of staying horizontal versus going vertical in your business. So staying horizontal in your business means focusing on one core program, product, or service and optimizing it, making it better, expanding on it, driving more traffic to it, optimizing your promotions, and ultimately increasing your conversions to boost your profits. That's staying horizontal, one project, one focus. Now, going vertical means adding another product, program, or service to the mix or changing focus to put more effort, time, and money into a new project or program. So totally different. And again, I'm a huge fan of staying horizontal as long as you can. Now, this episode adds a bit of a twist to the idea of staying horizontal because it introduces some new elements to the mix that can help you with your course, especially if you have a small email list and you don't have a budget to put toward Facebook ads. So I wanted to offer a fresh perspective to this conversation of staying horizontal. And to do so, I have decided to bring on an expert to talk about three ways to get more mileage out of your course, especially if you have a small email list. Okay, so getting back to it, My expert today is my good friend, Victoria Gibson of victoriagibson.com. And she's an amazing online coach and mentor and a whiz at helping you reach more buyers. Now, the reason why I know Victoria is because when I was in Marie Forleo's mastermind, Rich, Happy, and Hot, If you listen to my podcast, you've heard me talk about this live mastermind I did when I was still in corporate transitioning out. Yep. It was called Rich, Happy, and Hot. I didn't tell anybody that was the name of it because back then I was anything but, but I wanted to be a part of this live mastermind. And I mentioned before, there's about 20 women entrepreneurs and we met four times a year and Marie was our fearless leader. And again, this was so long ago, like I think 2010, it must have been. Anyway, Victoria was in that live mastermind, and that's how I got to know her. And she is so strategic, so smart, and I love the business model that she's created. She'll tell you a little bit more about it when we jump in. But Victoria is going to give us some ideas on how you can optimize your course to consistently drive better results for your clients and more revenue for your business. So let's go ahead and dive in. Victoria Gibson, thanks so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to have you here. I am thrilled to be here. Super excited to dig in today. Me too. But before we get going, I want my audience to hear a little bit about you, your business model, what you're doing now, kind of how you got there. 
So give us just kind of a, a glimpse into your business world. Okay, great. Yeah, well, I'm an online success mentor to women. So people always say, why women? And what I found in my experience <laughs> that women need a little bit of an extra boost at times. There's no no other reason than it's just the way we are. Sometimes we're not quite as certain and sure of ourselves. But jumping in, I've uncovered over the last six years of being in online marketing and knowing you for most of them, Amy, a great set of strategies that work. And I wanted to be able to work more closely with my clients. So rather than having kind of everything automated and and passive and everything in my business. I have more high-end coaching programs that I work with a select group of women to grow their business either from scratch or perhaps they've been doing a lot of one-on-one and want to get some more scale and leverage in there. And my aim is always to at least double their business, but a lot of the times we get further than that and we've created a couple of seven-figure businesses in that group too. So, Yeah, so basically I'm all about creating success using the power of online opportunities for women. And two of my dear friends are your clients and they absolutely love you. They think you are incredibly strategic and smart. So thank you so much for taking care of these women the way you do. Oh, my pleasure. That's my passion. That's what I'm excited about. I know that when we when we met several years ago, I was just sort of dipping my toe in the water. And that would have been about five, six years ago, Amy. <laughs> where it feels like, like a lifetime ago. Well, I'm so happy you're here because today's topic is one that comes up so much with my students. And I want to get into different ways that you can take your online course and really optimize it and maximize it so you can get total mileage out of it. So here's my first question. I know you have some ways to grow your revenue by making some simple changes to your online course, building on the solid principles of driving traffic with Facebook ads and webinars. Now, the first three principles that you're going to share relate to how you structure your online course, even if you don't have a big list, which so many people that are listening right now will appreciate this because they've struggled with growing their email list. So tell me, your first principle has to do with offering more with your program, specifically increase the value of your program. Give me some insights around that one. Okay, great. I'm all about helping people create more value with their course just to get ahead, right? So that there seems to be a lot of no- more noise in the marketplace, particularly than when we started out, right? It's not quite as easy as just putting your online course together whacking out a couple of ads and making $10,000 a month. You know, there there needs to be some strategy behind that. And I know you know that and you share some great tips in your podcast podcast about how to do that. But often I'm finding there are people with smaller lists, smaller audiences that want to sort of start creating sales and business and getting results because at the heart of it, everybody wants to get their clients great results. Nobody's, despite, you know, I guess some of the reputation out there of the online marketing, information marketing space, nobody's just thinking, okay, how can we get in and make a quick sale? They're like, right, I want to be able to get get results. So my philosophy on this one is about creating a hybrid version of your course. Now, the reason why I call it a hybrid is that a lot of people just think creating online training for big results is to just set up a membership site, put some videos in there, whack a price tag on it and set and forget. Okay. So I'm suggesting that that may not be the best approach to start with. So 
how could we create more value, which would then lead to being able to increase the price of your online program as well and allow you to actually start making a decent income even when you don't have a big audience. And yes, we can still use ads and webinars. I absolutely support that. But often what I'm finding is until you're making an income, it's pretty hard to be spending even $100 a day can be a bit of a tax while you're working out, you're getting the conversion on your ads, right? Right, So how can you get started, work towards $5,000 or $10,000 a month pretty quickly, and that's by increasing the value of your course. So let's just go back to this hybrid concept, which is really about creating the ultimate success solution rather than the ultimate passive income solution. Because passive income's great, but I want people to think about leverage. So Whenever I say, okay, why don't you add some coaching components, people automatically think, oh, that's going to be so much more work. But what about if I said, well, you could have far less people in your programs. You could offer them personal connection with you and offer more coaching and it could still be leverage because you could create that coaching in a group way. You could have group calls. It doesn't have to be one-on-one. So this doesn't have to be hard because I'm sure a lot of people out there who have sold a lot of online programs can also testify that there's also a lot of support that can be required with large volume. What I'm suggesting is when you're starting out, why don't we go small volume, high value instead? And that's where the hybrid program comes in. So why I think it's important as well is that most people, when they buy a cheaper solution, say a $97 program where they don't get that support, is that often they rarely complete the program and then that means they rarely get results, right? So I'm suggesting, particularly if you're starting out, why don't we get them to invest at a higher level for something of higher value where they actually get contact with you, they get a higher level of support and they get the momentum that comes from an engaged group, not someone who's just, you know, spent 40 bucks on a course and forgotten about it the next day. So yeah, that's okay. what I that's what I would suggest. Okay. So I love this idea of a hybrid group, especially for my course creators that are just starting out. They're not going to have hundreds or even thousands of people in their group the first time out. So you're saying, you know, there could be some more high touch opportunities. So what does a hybrid program look like? Right. So what I'm suggesting is that you have the core content. So you still have that online course or program. So the membership site and the videos and the online learning and creating that curriculum, for want of a better word, are still really important because the easiest way to get clients is to package up your solution, as you know. So we want to have the repeatable parts of your process in that online course. But where, we're, where we've got this sort of hybrid concept is that we also want to make it like it's a really personalized coaching program at the same time so that they get an opportunity to customize that repeatable part of your content to them, right? Because one size doesn't always fit all, okay? So in order to get those results faster, a level of customization can be really good. So look, The things that have moved the needle for me have definitely been when I've had a bit more customised support, guidance and interaction, like creating a bit of that real-world connection online definitely inspires you to get bigger results. So why don't you go against the crowd and offer, if if you're just starting out, start offering some one-on-one coaching calls because what that will do is enable you 
to start working out where the main pain points are and where the big levers are to get your clients big results. If you've already been going for a while, then you don't probably need to do the one-on-one calls. I would suggest having perhaps weekly group calls instead so that you've got the opportunity to bring people together. Not only can they ask questions, so these might be more like office hours questions, office hours calls where you just get Q&As put at you there. And the beautiful thing in that sort of environment is that people get the opportunity to learn from others' experience as well as they're going on the same journey. Yeah, so definitely offering some of those components. Yes, a Facebook group is also good, but offering a bit more access to you and checking in with the people that have bought into the course. And that may seem like a lot of work, but I also want to put out there that the thing that I always recommend, and this may be a bit counterintuitive to some, is that I don't do an open and close with this. I'm suggesting you can offer this throughout the year and maybe have some key promotions every quarter, or I know you've got some great ideas for setting up those promotions, setting up your pre-launch content and so on. I'm saying that, you know, this is almost like the lazy marketer's guide to getting to five to $10,000 a month is that, yes, you've got to work and deliver. I'm not suggesting it's push button at all, but you can just keep offering this on an evergreen basis. And it doesn't have to, you know, make your head spin with all your sales funnels and creating this sequence and that sequence. This is all about personal connection and getting real results for people. Ooh, I love that a lot. And you have a really great case story of Jane, I think it was. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Jane was a a career coach to executive women. So she was offering a lot of one-day strategy workshops, and that was something that we developed as well. I said, well, she loved doing workshops, bringing people into a, a live workshop, women who were at a crossroads in their career. They'd probably reached height, quite big heights in their career, but were feeling ultimately dissatisfied. So she'd be able to take them through a bit of a process in this one-day workshop. And that started going really well. You know, I said, why don't you use Facebook to harvest the people for the workshops? And the workshops were about $800 a day, I believe. So that was a nice model in itself. The problem is we didn't have a program to then move them up to. And really her her heart's desire was to create a community of these women who would all, you know, come together, share experiences and really drive each other to make the changes they needed in their career. And so her heart's desire really was to create one of these powerful hybrid programs. So some people might call them a, a group coaching program or a mastermind. People may be more familiar with that sort of level of what these hybrid programs are called. But we, we talked about it, mapped it out. She wanted to go six months to start rather than offering a year-long program. I like to go, I, I like to go either three months or a year. I think that those two, two lengths go well, but sometimes people want to do what they want to do. So that's fine, six <laughs> months. And, you know, I'll support them anyway. It's, it's fine. But I do like the three months and then moving people up to a 12-month journey. But anyway, by creating this hybrid program, she could bolt on this offer to her workshop and she was able to sell eight $5,000 programs in just 12 weeks. So, wow. you know, I believe her list is under 2,000 people still. So wow, that, that's awesome. That's, Yeah. So it's not about big lists, big sequences. It's about saying, all right, well, how can I get great results for my, for my clients and and use what I already have to get something way more high value? We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. 
And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I wanna talk about Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. What I think is really unique to what you do and you know what I've seen in so many of your students is that you're able to look at different offers that people have out there and you say, okay, how can we look at this different? How can we make this more high value, raise the price, change it around to see some huge success? I mean, I know you wouldn't share this because this is so random, but one of the friends that you helped me, you looked at her offers, you played around with them a little bit, and literally days later, she had her first $20,000 client that mm. she'd never had before. Mm. And it's yeah. it's definitely your skill set and talent to look at that, but I love that you're on the show saying, hey, there's a different way that you can look at your courses. You can make them a hybrid of high-value coaching as well as your online course and then look at what you were able to do with Jane. You had her sell eight programs for $5,000, which in just 12 weeks, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> it is. But the best part I love is just seeing, you know, those results for not only them, but their clients. So she'd already said within the 
I think within a few months of those women doing that program and her bringing, she had a live event, she had weekly touch points and she's actually, she hasn't even created her online program yet. She's going to. So that's without having that core content that I do recommend. But anyway, she's going to get there. But she told me the other day, two of the women in that program had already been tapped on the shoulder for promotions. And one had started her own, left her job, started her own consultancy and got a really high profile client. So she'd already got three great results, three great results from a small group of people coming in. She's doing her expertise. She wouldn't have this without the power of Facebook ads and using online strategies to build her list, growing her content, all those things she's been doing solidly. Yes, her list isn't huge, but she's been applying the leverage and the principles of online marketing. And this is where I love them coming together. And I know people have probably heard about, oh, you can go high ticket and you can you know, all those kind of things. It's not just about high ticket. It's about using the beautiful leverage of online marketing, but being able to jumpstart it for those who perhaps aren't quite as far along or have a lot of expertise in doing one-on-one coaching or consulting and want to get some more leverage. So, and it, it doesn't mean you have to create a $5,000 program out of the gate either. I'm not about one size fits all. Sometimes I've worked with clients and said, all right, well, you want to sell a $2,000 program? That's fine. You're not Jeff Walker. You're not Marie Forleo yet. Going out with a $2,000 program that's just purely an online, you know, one of the programs that we see, like a B-School or something, which is a fabulous program. But people trying to emulate the success of that out of the gate are going to maybe come up against some roadblocks. So how could we add some great value there when some of the market are needing more of a helping hand? They are needing more support. So maybe what about when you get five clients at $2,000? It's 10000 bucks. That's what you're probably aiming for in the beginning. Such so, a great point. I love that. Yeah. When I first came out with the Profit Lab, the very first time I ever did it, I offered one-on-one Skype calls in the beginning and then at the end. And you're right. Mm. I didn't have that many people to serve, so I was able to do it that way. And as you mentioned in the very beginning, you learned so much about this group and these people and their needs and how you can serve them when you get on a one-on-one call with them. And I love that you said, stand out from the crowd and do something different. At the time, nobody else was offering these one-on-one calls. And I would actually look at their marketing plan and review it and give them feedback. I can't do that now, but definitely take advantage of it when your audience is smaller. Well, and I'm sure that brought you so many referrals as well. I know how much you deliver and I know, you know, how much you care about your people. And sure, you're at a scale now, you can't do that. And everyone, we want to get to that level. And so I'm not saying to everyone, right, do this ad infinitum. You may be more of that kind of person. Like that's my style. I, I do like a lot of that interaction. But would I rather have a more scalable leverage business, you know, down the track? Absolutely. So it's not saying you have to kiss it goodbye forever. These are just ways to jumpstart, to think about things a bit differently, to to get out of the, okay, I've got to do a big launch and I've got to do a massive sales funnel. Yes, Yes, you need a a basic sales funnel, absolutely. You need to use the power of Facebook ads. I absolutely support using webinars. They've been one of my go-to strategies for me and my clients over the years for sure. But, yeah, how could you just do it a little bit differently? That's not going to burn you out. I'm not advocating burn yourself out and have, you know, a calendar full of one-on-one coaching calls. That's not going to support you either. Right. Um, just a handful while you're starting out. It's going to help you hone your process. It's going to help you really get in touch with your clients and get some great results that are going to establish you as an expert. 
Well, speaking of this way to engage with your audience, you had mentioned to me that there's other ways than just jumping on a call to connect with your clients. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I love the opportunity to create, you know, that sort of that access to you without giving away the farm, right? You don't want your clients calling you every day of the week. You don't have to set up endless one-on-one calls. But what about if they could access you on Facebook chat, if you're up for that, just Facebook Messenger, and you said to them, message me anytime. I guarantee when you say that to the right kind of clients, they don't. They, they'll message you maybe once or twice a month or if they're going through something, yes, it might be a little bit more and you ride through that and you create some great boundaries. If someone messages you at midnight, you don't respond. You know, keep it with it and you can even set those boundaries from the beginning, which I definitely would, would advise that you say, look, during business hours, you can hit me up. I may take a little bit of time to get back to you if I'm busy, but I'll jump on and you have full access to me. And what I love about using something like a chat app, so you could do this on WhatsApp as well or Facebook Messenger or even just regular text if you wanted to, but I like keeping it in an app because it kind of keeps it separate. But the other one I do like, which is even quicker, is using something like an app called Voxer voice messaging. Now you can do this on Facebook Messenger as well that allows you to leave little voice messages. But instead of having to type things back to people like you would if you said full email access and I don't know about you, but things get lost in my email and that's just my kind of style, right? I've got too many things in there and something goes missing and you're like, oh, wow. And then there's nothing worse than if a client says, I sent you an email, did you see it? And then you're like, ah, no, it got buried in my inbox, right? Whereas you see Messenger app, you see WhatsApp or whatever pop up on your phone, you can quickly, hopefully people aren't going to send you a a long diatribe on on a message and most people don't. They'll just be wanting to ask a quick question you can ping them back and how special does that make them feel, right? But what about if they can just quickly say, hey, leave a voicemail, like this Voxer app is a bit like a walkie-talkie in that I might pick it up and go, hey, Amy, I'm really struggling to know whether I'm going to use a pink or a blue banner on my landing page. Right, just made up that question. It's pretty name, <laughs> But you know what I mean. Like yeah. You want it quick that you can just ping back, hey, yeah, I know we just, I'd really rather you keep it aligned to your brand colours, so why don't you go pink? That's it. It took like one second, but it allows you to charge much more for your program and those people feel looked after. And you can also outsource that too. You may not do that. You might have a community manager who does that. Whatever whatever it is that you need to create those results, like think about that. Rather than thinking, how can I make this as passive as possible? Let's think about how could you actually create great results and leverage what it takes to do that by using the power of tools and online. This is so smart because when I work with high-end coaches, I text them whenever I need to. I'll give them a call and we'll have a special call or whatever, but that's because I'm paying a high ticket to work with them Mm one-on-one. But Mm. I love what you're saying. Look, if you're just starting out, you're not going to have, again, a bunch of people in your course at the get-go why not make them feel extra special? If they could Facebook messenger you or use Voxer, I agree. You're creating an experience that nobody else is giving them. And one Mm. little idea I thought, because the first principle we talked about is this hybrid and introducing this idea of group coaching or one-on-one coaching or allowing them to message you. But moving into the second principle you talk about, it's all about pricing for success. 
And right mm-hmm. before you get into the details, I want to mention, because you're kind of like really exciting me with all these details. I think my students are going to absolutely love these ideas because when I went out with the Profit Lab, at one point I broke it up into independent study and VIP. And a mm-hmm. lot of my students are playing with that right now. And so mm-hmm. as we talk about pricing, I want all of you to think about if you had two different levels for your online course and the VIP was limited to, let's say, only 25 people, but it's priced accordingly, mm-hmm. you could offer these extra things like Facebook chat and this group coaching or one-on-one coaching. So you could do two different price levels for your course as well and still offer some of these really cool things that Victoria is talking about. So just wanted to plant the seed there. So let's talk about the second principle. And again, this is one that I get asked all the time around pricing and you have this philosophy to price for success. So talk to me about that one. Okay. Cause this is where I see so many coaches, experts, and consultants go really wrong when they create their online courses. And it's often a bit of that. And look, we've all fall, we're all guilty of this, where you look around and see what everyone else is doing, see what the big guys are doing, see yep. what you know, everyone's talking about, and then you want to emulate that, right? But what we're not looking about is looking at is behind their scenes or we're not in their shoes. We may not have the size of their audience. We may not have the message that they have, whatever it is, right? So what I see most people saying, and this is a combination of looking at what other people are doing and also lack of confidence because you're not experienced at getting huge results or putting online courses out there yet. So you want to charge the least because you think that you will sell the most, right? Yeah. Surely that makes sense. You make it cheaper and more people will want it, right? Yes. But unfortunately, when you, when you haven't got the kudos of a bigger name or a big list or established success, getting results on, for something maybe in a one-on-one way, what you'll find is that people are then like, they're still trying to get to know you. And then they're like, it's $97. Well, is it going to be that good? Right. It's not cheap right? So what I'm suggesting is that, yes, building your list and getting results take time. And so does creating a great course. And I don't want people to get discouraged because they put it together and they made the course 97. Sometimes I see people doing like 47 or maybe I'll do it, you know, well, surely I'll make it, you know, 150 or whatever it is. And it's like, oh, how many of those courses are you going to need to sell to hit your 5,000, 10,000, $15,000 a month? It, look, I'm terrible at math, so I couldn't even pull that out. <laughs> <I'm around. laughs> I'd love to impress you, Amy. But I couldn't do it either. I would be impressed with anything because I wouldn't know. <laughs> but look, I think everyone realizes to sell $15,000 of a $99 course, it's going to be a lot, right? 1500 I think. I don't know. Don't quote me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, it's a lot, right? And if your list is 200 people, how? And sure, you could run some Facebook ads. I, I advocate that as well. But it's like, calm down. You, you probably not, that's an unrealistic expectation for you to be thinking that you're going to get that momentum in the next three to six months, right? So what about if we make sure that we, we're getting a twofold benefit out of changing our price? And this isn't just pricing high for the sake of it. It's adding those value, value components in, making sure that it's solid, right? I, I definitely advocate for that. This isn't just picking a price out of the air. But what I like to see is that there, there are certain prices that convert better. So I think even if you're coming out with your first online course, I would suggest you make it at least 497 preferably 997, right? You might have a few bonuses on webinars that bring it down to, you know, bring it down a little bit. But 
you want to come out with at least that price for any kind of online program. But even at that price, I wouldn't advocate that you add in all that extra coaching straight out of the, out of the gate. I would suggest you do that when you've got something more like somewhere around your two to $5,000 offer. But if you just want to go with an online program, don't go with the $97 one. I, I have seen people get great success out of it. I mean, you when, you, when you started off with your programs, that worked well. Melanie Duncan with her Pinterest program went off the hook with a $97 offer. But even speaking to Sean Malaki the other day, I was asking him this specific question to say, who, you know, obviously helped you create FB Influence, right. that he said, that it really stood out at the time because there were all these $2,000 programs and then it went, he pushed the $97 offer to a high volume audience. They had a lot of partners and a very big list too, as you're aware. So yeah, you're doing high volume, small price tag. That works in that instance. But when you've got a list of, you know, 150 people and no partners on board yet because you haven't proven what you're doing, you're probably going to sell a couple of thousand bucks and maybe you've just done that in one launch and then what are you going to do for the next three months right so I advocate going higher rather than lower you know I love this and I totally agree with you when you do the math it's a lot harder to hit your goals revenue wise when you have a $97 program and Mm. so I love the idea of looking at this and thinking wait a second How can you make a hybrid program and add some one-on-one coaching or group coaching and raise the price of your online course? Sometimes people get frustrated like, but Amy, I've already created this course. And here's what I want to say to that. If you've created a course and you've launched it, you don't have a big list and you don't have a lot of money to put toward ads and it's just not selling how you want it to sell. In one of my podcasts, and I'll link to it in the show notes, I talked about, I think the title of the podcast was Where Do I Start? And I talked about if you need kind of a roadmap for your online business, I love the idea of starting out with coaching and consulting and getting into the trenches and learning more about your audience and really working with them on this stuff. Sometimes that first online course, because we just don't know about our audience and what they want and what they need, isn't always a huge hit. But when you start to work with people through coaching and consulting, it's like all these bells and whistles go off and you realize, I now know what I want my signature online course to be because of all this time and energy I put into working, coaching, and consulting. And I really do believe there's a lot to be said about that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And there's always ways to repurpose what you've done. And who's to say you can't, if, if you're already making it $97, well, maybe make it, make, break it down and make it part of a lead gen series. Or I know when I started my first sell more with Facebook ads course, I did make it $97 stupidly, <laughs> right? But I couldn't help myself, right? Well, that's, I, that's what I saw everyone doing. So I thought I had to do it as well. But I was able to then say, to someone like Laura Roder, hey, would you like the first module of my course and put that in your paid program? So I was able to, and she's like, yeah, great, because any anyone who's, you know, already got a big audience is happy to add something of value if there's a missing piece of the puzzle and put it in their program. I think I even offered it to Mari Smith. I think she took one of my first module as well. So then, then here I was, a relative nobody, and I could say to you know social media experts like Mari and to you too. Oh, I think I did. Remember, I, did I was going to say, I think you <laughs> did. That is so great. Left, right, and center. I did. I gave it to you as well. I right? love so this pack- idea of repackaging and reusing it in different ways, making it a lead magnet. 
only if this speaks to you. So just, I want everyone to really hear us that we're just throwing out these different ideas for you to try on for size and say, would this work for me right now, where I'm at, what I'm struggling with, what I need. So I love this conversation because I teach very specific things and I like to go beyond what I teach and say, here's a different way to look at it. And that's exactly why I wanted you on the show. So I think this is an awesome conversation. Now, with all that, we talked about the hybrid model. We talked about repricing and now got into this great conversation of coaching and consulting and repurposing the program. Now, the third principle that I wanted you to talk about is this whole idea of messaging. And I think sometimes my students get tripped up on this and it can impact how they sell their courses. So talk to me about your philosophy around messaging. Well, clarity of message is everything, right? To me, I feel like whenever something isn't working, and you mentioned before, you know, you might have some students or clients that are creating their online courses and they're they're putting in everything, right? And, and it's just not really flying. I often find that it's a matter of clarifying their message to market. That's where we need to bridge the gap, okay? So um, how do you know that your message isn't working? Well, generally, yeah, some of it might be you're just starting out, but most of it is if it keeps stalling and you keep butting your head against the growth there, then often your messaging is off. But, um, and look, there is a whole step to get through that. And I, I do have a program where I take people through those components. But the large thing is, is how clear is that? How easy is and quick is it for someone to understand straight away? Are there other people in the market doing it and, and catering for that same market? Which you might think, oh, other people are doing it, I can't do it. It's actually one of the best proof points that there's a problem and that people will be willing to pay to fix that problem. So those are a couple of points on the messaging, but the main one I want to say is once you land on what you're doing, as long as you've got proof that people are buying it, then stay consistent and tend to go narrow rather than broad. I find works better. So if people say to me, I like to help people, what's a good What's a good example here, like a relate, you know, you talked in a previous podcast, podcast episode about relationship stuff and you were saying how they've taken the time to talk to people in couples and singles, so people in a relationship and people looking yes. for a relationship. So, and that's obviously working well for them and that's great, but I find when you're starting out, go with one or the other. You're not going to lose anyone in the process. In fact, you're going to build a stronger community, a more a community there to support you and feel like they're in the right place, the narrower you go. And the more the more narrow, it's almost like the better it is, as long as it's not some, oh, you're going to, you know, knit scarves for trips to Antarctica as your business model or something ridiculously small like that. There's got to be enough of a market there. But land on your message and keep consistent with it because what I also find and I think we talked about this before in creating this podcast and one of the problems that you see is that people then want to they've done one topic they're bored of it because they've spent all this time creating a course they see someone else talking about another topic that excites them and then they jump on and want to create another course on a new topic right right? the first one has really been allowed to you know, breathe and take on a life of its own. So, you know, I think we were saying this about how important that is in going vertical rather than creating, you know, a gazillion different different messages. So not only making sure your message is hitting the mark and making sure that you've got that nice message to market fit, but once you land on your message, 
is there a way to even go deeper with it and keep get it more specific and narrow for better success? And once you do it, once you've got some success there, then keep going. Don't go and create something new before you've got the first one working. I think that was the points that I wanted to get across there. Okay. So what I love is that you came to the table with a lot of good examples. So give me the example that you shared with me earlier about Chantel. Okay. Well, this is a great example because when I tell people about Chantel Duffield from studioexpansion.com, she is basically helping performing arts studios, so music, dance, studios, people who, you know, maybe they have ballet lessons or singing academies, whatever it may be, she helps them grow their business. And she's amazing at what she does, right? But when you say that to someone, they're kind of like, wow, that's kind of specific. And yes, it is. But how great for all those music dance studios, of which there are hundreds and thousands across the world, how great for them to see Chantel saying, hey, I can help you grow your performing arts studio rather than, hey, I'm a small business coach. Right, right. right. That's the difference, right? Because really she's a small business coach in many ways. She's got some beautiful leverage and and big parts of her programs and she has a nice online course and then she has an opportunity to step up to VIP programs and coaching. So she's been able to work through all those levels since when we started working together a few years ago. And she's been able to grow that to an absolute empire and have a community of raving, raving fans because they feel like they're in their community, right? This is a real tribe. It it really, really works. So she's just stayed on that message. She's never changed her message. I help performing arts studios grow their business. That's all she does. She hasn't changed it. Imagine if she started then saying, all right, well, now I'm going to help, I don't know, athletic studios or something. Like, yes, she could apply to some of the same principles, but then it doesn't feel like so much of a tribe anymore. It's not quite as compelling as it is when she stayed on message for all that time and and really reaped the rewards of having that momentum. Right. Makes sense. So basically when she started with you, she had a $2,000 online program. So now Mm. what has she done to expand that? Okay. So this is an interesting one. This is sort of flips from my usual thing and that she came to me and said she'd actually sold some $2,000 programs on webinar. Bless her because she's fabulous. Yeah, she did. got in. She didn't have a big community, but she had a great message to market. She got in and I think she'd sold about eight. Okay, so that was her issue. She's like, she was still doing some consulting. She's like, well, I've sold eight, but I don't really know what to do with this online course because she'd done the big launch. It's closing, buy it. Okay, she got eight people. Not bad out of the gate, right? 16K for your program. That's that's awesome. So she wasn't starting from scratch, scratch, but she didn't have the whole kind of ecosystem where she could be bringing in income all the time and she didn't have a big list. So what I said to her is, well, why don't we actually try bringing the price of that down? So we made that a 997 offer and then she had a couple of little online programs, which were more like paid lead generation, right? $97, $197 for a couple of like little formula ebook kind of programs. So she had those as little lead gen. And then she used launch process to launch her 1K program using Facebook ads and webinars. So we went out to a wider market. She had the message nailed and the price point actually fit a whole lot better for a webinar. So she was able to, the next one, I think she made 
36,000 from the webinar, from that initial program, but we also built the coaching. Well, she built it. I, I just told her to go do it <laughs> and supported her. Here's me. I, with my own hands, Amy, I'm telling you, I was sweating away in the trenches. Well, I was showing her, right, that this could work. And then she was able to get several people into her $14,000 program. I think it was at the time, or maybe it was 12. I can't quite remember, but she was able to quickly move those $1,000 program purchases up to the, I think it was 12, $12,000 program. And now she has something like, I don't know, she's at the last launch, I think she sold about 40 people into that $12,000 program, as well as about a hundred and something into the $1,000 program. I mean, she's doing amazingly well just by creating those steps through the system, staying clear on her message and going really quite niche. But a lot of people would think, well, could you have a seven-figure business doing that? It's like, yeah, you could. Definitely. (laughs) So are you saying that she has this $1,000 online training program and then from Mm. there you can buy into a $12,000 coaching program with her? Yes. And then she has another elite level for just a tiny handful of people who want to do like a $40,000 program. That is so awesome. I love that this whole interview really came to be about these opportunities of adding coaching and consulting into your online programs, whether it be before or after or as a hybrid but I think there's so many different opportunities to raise the price, add more value, and get more longevity out of your program. Absolutely. So fantastic. I I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show. I love that you've offered a totally different perspective than I've ever shared. And I know you personally, and I know the people you work with, so I know you're legit. You're getting huge (laughs) results for the women entrepreneurs you're working with. So I know that there's some ladies that are going to be listening, and they'll say, I got to know her. I need to know how to work with her. Where can I find her? So where can people find you online? Brilliant. And I, w- and I, I work in a high interactive way with people. So even if people want to come and book a, book a session where we have a chat about that, that's, that's totally great oh, cool. too. I've got, so they can come to my website at victoriagibson.com. And I've also got a little bit of a free PDF guide that goes into a few more of these concepts in detail, which I know you'll link to in the show notes. And they can access that at victoriagibson.com forward slash Amy. So just for a quick little guide and they can read through, see if they're jamming with my philosophy and always happy to have a chat. So please reach out and and I'd be happy to map it out because, yeah, there's a lot of people out there struggling with this and there can be some easy ways to, to make some shifts. Awesome. I love that. Victoria, thank you so much for being here. I cannot thank you enough. My pleasure. Take care. You too. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Victoria Gibson. I know it was a little bit different than the stuff I teach inside of my programs. And I wanted to give you a different perspective. If you're working on your program and you want to add to it and enhance it, I hope you got some ideas from this episode. If you've been struggling with your online program and you might want to pivot a little bit and then come back to it, Well, I also think that you got some great ideas from this episode, so you can kind of play around with it. Here's the greatest thing ever. When you are an online entrepreneur and you are the boss of your business, you get to call the shots and you get to make changes and make pivots and you get to experiment to see what will work best for you. But the last thing I'm going to leave you with is that I do not want you to make a big change 
just because you launched your program one time and it's not doing well. That is not enough experimentation, enough tweaking, enough testing things out with your online course to know if it's going to work or not. So I like the idea of adding one-on-one coaching and letting people message you and enhancing in that way and launching it again. Maybe play around with the price, do two different levels like I talked about, independent study and VIP. I love all of that. What I don't want you to do if you've launched it just one time and it hasn't worked for you, what I don't want you to do is say, okay, I'm going to throw out that course. I'm going to move all the way to coaching and consulting. and Maybe one day I'll come back to that course. It's a little too early for that. So be realistic, do a gut check, make sure that you're not just jumping to the next thing because one thing didn't work out as planned. That's not how you build a profitable business over time. You've got to stay the course, pardon the pun, you got to stay the course a little bit longer to know which way you want to turn. So just be true to yourself. Just know when you're making a smart pivot versus you're jumping ship too early. I think we all kind of know in our gut and in our heart. So be true to yourself and talk to your peers about it. If you're in any of my paid Facebook groups or webinars that convert or courses that convert or List Builders Lab, throw out the idea, let people know where you're struggling, get some feedback. And if you're not in my groups, hopefully you're in some other groups where you can get some peer feedback to make sure that you're on the right course. So there you have it. I cannot wait till next week. Next week, we have my go-to Facebook ads guy, Rick Mulready, back on the show. And we're talking about a brand new Facebook ad strategy, brand new. I can't wait to share it with you. I'll see you next week in episode number 154. Until then, have an amazing week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 